0: Hello and welcome to the Courage To Be podcast, where we explore how to raise your game, lean into discomfort and have more impact and purpose. I am your host, Sinead Millard. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode where I talk to authenticity and how it can hinder or success if we define it too rigidly. I draw on the work of Herminia Ibera, I will include a link in the show notes, who talks to the authenticity paradox, which basically raises the issue that people can, in fact, be too authentic. So that is basically sticking to a rigid picture of who it is you are, your identity, so much so that it can negatively impact your effectiveness. But then, of course, on the other hand, being too flexible can in fact appear almost disingenuous or even fake. So how do we expand our definition of authenticity and what is the benefit of doing so? So taking a more expansive look at authenticity, we start to think about our identity in a more playful way. right? So we consider what is required of us in order to get to the next level. Let's introduce a concrete example here. You are moving into your first leadership position within the organisation. To date, you've managed to get results, but through working on your own. Now you need to lead a team. What is required of you in this new role is, of course, different. So there is a degree of introspection here. So asking yourself who it is you want to be as a leader. So what does that identity look like? But then we take it a step further. And Harminia talks about outside, which is looking outside of yourself and going into this new role and being a little bit playful about what works, what doesn't work. In this case, you're moving into your first leadership role. There's a requirement of you to become more visionary, more strategic, more influential. Perhaps you're a numbers person and the feedback that you've received is that you lack engagement. Your capacity to influence the team in meetings is limited in comparison to your peers because you're overly focused on the numbers versus colleagues who perhaps introduce more anecdotes and more stories. Now you can resist that feedback and perhaps you value the numbers and you see anecdotes and stories as perhaps being a little bit more fluffy or the fact that the numbers should speak for themselves or you can take that feedback on and you can start to Find a balance. Yes, continue to keep your presentations grounded in numbers, but introduce anecdotes. Again, the goal being to increase your influence within those meetings. And again, it's a test and learn approach. You need to play with this in order to see the results. And at first it feels uncomfortable if you've always leaned on the numbers to tell your story and all of a sudden you're introducing anecdotes and stories. um, Initially, that will feel uncomfortable. But if you start to see that it's increasing your impact and your effectiveness, then perhaps you can start to see why it's worthwhile. I'll share with you some personal examples Um, reflecting on my corporate days. There were times where I resisted managing up, not so much in my earlier years, but in my later years. and in hindsight, there are ways in which we can manage up that don't jeopardize our values. And I think that's the really important piece here. This is not about becoming so playful with your identity that you in fact become something that you never ever would aspire to. Right. So you have to aspire to this identity and this identity has to take into consideration your values, So if you move so far away from your values and what's important to you, then you're not going to have that sense of fulfillment. And in fact, it's going to feel like really hard work and you will feel like a fake. But it's important to say that there will be a degree of discomfort. So if I look at moving into coaching, initially I said I don't enjoy networking. Right now, I had to rethink my approach to this because the reality is that networking is is fundamental for many reasons and that's not just business development I actually get a lot out of new connections personally it can be lonely working for yourself and um, having that network is critical to your success and your fulfillment Um, so was this a kind of evolution for me in terms of how I played with this yes so initially I had to kind of I guess, call my own bluff in terms of not liking networking and how that wasn't serving me in my particular role. And then it's about finding a way to create connections in new spaces spontaneously in a way that kind of sits with me. And and that's that's been working really well. So as I start to wrap up, I'd like to ask you a question. What has enabled you to get to where you are today? So taking a moment to reflect on that identity and even writing down the characteristics, the traits, the behaviors and what is required of you in order to get to where you want to go in the future. And you can pick that future time frame. It could be three months, nine months, one year, two years. And for some of us, that might be very obvious. So you could be moving into a new role within the organisation and this is an opportunity to really think about who it is you want to be in that next role but also bearing in mind that there will be a degree of testing and learning so this is not just an introspection about who it is you want to be going out there into that new role and seeing what works and what's effective and what feels good. On the other hand you're transitioning out of corporate the same exercise applies. Who do you need to be in order to, su- to succeed within your particular industry? What's required of you in the upcoming months? The harder part, going out there and playing with that, seeing what's working, seeing what's effective, seeing what sits with you and what's enabling you to get results. Lastly, I think it's important to say that very often when we start to play with our identity or try on selves, so to speak, there is a sense of aversion which is pretty normal, considering that this is our identity, this is who it is we are, very much linked to authenticity and our sense of self. It's not about introducing a new tool. When we play with identity, um, it can sometimes feel very uncomfortable. But when we view this as a test and learn playful approach, that can help with some of that resistance. And I think it's important to say that we cannot think our way into a new identity. We must act our way into a new identity. And it's that action that can very often feel uncomfortable. But once we recognize that a particular behavior is enabling us to become more effective, then we start to see the benefit. So as we start to wrap things up, I genuinely think this is a very exciting topic. It very much puts us in the driver's seat and reminds us that we have the capacity to create the identity that will enable us to succeed in a way that is very meaningful to us as individuals. It's about taking a step back, having that moment of introspection um, to understand what it is that's important to us. What has enabled us to get to where we are today, but more importantly, what behaviours, what values, what characteristics, what traits do we need to adopt to get to where it is we want to go in the future? Thank you so much for listening. Um, I do appreciate the many kind of text reviews comments that I get on the Courage to Be podcast. Um, it's really lovely to hear that a particular episode or interview has helped. I could probably do more to get the podcast out there, but it's kind of been working. Um, but yeah, I guess I perhaps need to think about my own identity as it relates to that and become a little bit more audacious. And I'll start by asking you if this episode has resonated with you, please do share across your social media Um, If you haven't yet subscribed, um, pop over to SineadMillard.com. You'll get access to all your listening apps and you can subscribe from there. And even if there's a particular insight that stood out to you today to just share that particular insight and drive that hashtag courage to be. All right, guys, here's to a great Wednesday and enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening. If there's something that you've heard in this episode that has resonated with you or perhaps you think it could benefit someone else, then please do share this link or start the conversation. If you haven't done so already, click on the subscribe button in your listening app. And as always, I really value your feedback. So please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And for more information, full show notes, links and resources, you can pop over to my website, SineadMillard.com. See you next time, back here on The Courage To Be.